It is widely believed that Bernie, of all the candidates, has the worst troll army on the internet. They are the meanest, nastiest, most vile of all the candidate's supporters, and they all want Bernie. Pete, in the last debate, claimed that maybe he should ask himself what kind of message he's sending if this many horrible people follow him, similar to the way that the KKK and neo-Nazis endorse Trump. I would have fully agreed with him until probably about a month ago, and then Cody Johnston from Some More News pointed out something very important. No one has done any actual study on this claim. Because Bernie is not my guy, it's easy to assume the worst, and many of Bernie's followers can be some of the most self-righteous and obnoxious. But when you think about it, that is most likely caused less by them being horrible people and more because they are the new angry, a term I coined in a former video. People recently awakened to an injustice or idea, especially young people, and can be annoying as hell and fail to understand nuance and complexity and how best to communicate their ideas in a way people who are not awakened like them can better absorb. They have about as much finesse, subtlety, and tact as a toddler trying to perform heart surgery. This is true about new atheists, new feminists, members of the new awakening, all thinking in absolutes, most with no real understanding of how far we've come and how much worse it used to be, and are just mad that this injustice they had no idea existed exists, and the justice system they believe to be fair completely isn't. I spent much of my younger days being a member of the New Angry, but over time when you learn about history of the movement and how much worse it used to be, and how people absorb ideas they don't want to think about, you learn over time to chill out a little bit and approach people in civil conversation, and discuss things with much more nuance, and be much less combative. Also, Bernie's team has worked supposedly behind his back in campaign tactics that Bernie himself has firmly stood against. His campaign was rocked with sexual harassment scandal, and in this election, members of his campaign used campaign resources to quietly go negative on Warren when she and Bernie had a non-aggression pact. They indicated that mostly wealthy, educated white voters mostly voted for her, but if you understand rhetoric or framing, what that translates in people's heads is, she's a rich elitist snob who is disconnected from normal people problems, even though her message does very well among the rural working class. And unlike Bernie, she has actually worked at all levels of this economy, from a low-paid special needs teacher to being one of the three most cited in her field and best-liked Harvard professor. Bernie was a really bad carpenter and often stole electricity from his landlord back when the minimum wage was actually livable and a college degree was a golden ticket to the middle class, something which he had. It was only until he won as mayor that he really became a functional working adult. Bernie came out a few days later to angrily disown the breaking of the non-aggression pact, but failing to take responsibility for their actions indicating poor leadership. But the issue of Bernie saying a woman couldn't win in the election, implying Americans were too sexist, had already been leaked in retaliation to the campaign breaking the non-aggression pact. But CNN wanted a cage fight, so they made it sound like Warren had called him sexist. And because this was a bigger deal than Bernie's team being dicks, most people never heard that it was Bernie's team that started this whole fight. So Bernie benefited from the whisper campaign and looking like a victim whom Warren knifed in the back for no freaking reason. The internet was overwhelmed with calls of Warren being a lying snake for daring to stand up for herself. These are the burners I'm used to. They're annoying and self-righteous, so when the news reports that they're some of the meanest and most bullying, it's natural for my brain to assume the worst. Except Cody on Even More News pointed out that the article often used called Bernie's Troll Army from the New York Times showed no data or statistics, and they interviewed someone who is a well-known troll for the right. 
There are legitimate criticisms of Bernie, but after the Security Council briefing of Congress that Russia is currently working on attacking and influencing both the general and the primary election, whose head Trump immediately fired after reporting this to Congress, aka doing his damn job, I had to step back and really question what I thought about Bernie's troll army. What we do know is that Putin hates Hillary. He hated Hillary so much, he wanted her presidency to be racked with the belief that her election wasn't legitimate. Also, when the internet started, Nazis and other white supremacists were very early adopters to the internet. So, as you can hear about in Robert Evans' free audiobook on the subject, The War on Everyone. The internet research agency run by Oleg Deripaska began working on hybrid war first as a way to spread misinformation in their own nation to defend Putin at every turn with a warped version of reality and the truth and then slowly working to spread it outside the nation. I watched several videos about Russian trolls by a person in Russia and most of them are just in it for a paycheck and really bad at it. When it comes to direct interaction with a Russian troll, they will either just leave a dumb nasty post or badly attack you in misspelled English. What they are good at is boosting views and likes on BS. Flat Earth Theory was just a joke until around 10 years ago when they started boosting that BS online. It was a crazy conspiracy theory. If it was fringe or wrong, and especially if it was harmful, they would boost those until they became normalized. Anti-vax? Oh yeah, totally boosted by Russia. HIV doesn't cause age? Boosted by Russia. The crazier the better, so no one knew what the hell was happening. However, it was the Nazis that had the cogent, logical-sounding arguments, if your understanding of the world and history wasn't that great, that worked in synergy with Russian trolls. The Russians helped boost their posts, and that helped Russia spread more information and clog up channels of truth and communication. Some figured out how to rig the Google algorithm by saying the absolutely worst and most vile things so that Google would push them to the top of the search. Milo Yiannopoulos and Ann Coulter were these people, and helped and boosted by Russian trolls and bots. Of course, Nazis have to speak in coded words, so they were behind the race realist and the anti-feminist men's rights activist movement on the internet, always on the fringes and helping them spread. If it was anti-liberal or anti-democracy, Russian wanted in on it, spiking views. Then in 2014, YouTube changed their algorithm and tried to find things you might be interested in, and most videos became three to five autoplays away from white supremacist made videos. Russian trolls boosted views of many YouTubers, and they began to make banks, switching from topics where they cared about the facts, and instead shifted to open misogyny, unfactually anti-Muslim, and racism, and they got rewarded handsomely by Google. Alex Jones made millions off of this algorithm, as most of his videos are hours long. At the same time, Facebook was changing its algorithm to also only show what you wanted to see, and they also started trying to get into the news publishing business and would pay people writing news based on the number of clicks. People in poor nations, most notably Moldova, took advantage of this and would write fake news, the actual use of this term that originated, telling people on both sides of any divide what they wanted to hear. Russia helped boost them too, making these people lots of money, so they were encouraged to go even more extreme. When the 2016 election came around, the stage was set. Hillary had a 65% approval rating when she started her campaign. Bernie Sanders decided to run against her, mostly as a way to spread his ideas on stage. While there was a very real grassroots movement, the Mueller report shows that Bernie was definitely boosted on the internet and his message spread to way more people by Russian and alt-right trolls and bots in hopes of hurting Hillary. Russia also boosted tweets, comments, and videos of people most extreme on the left, especially people who spoke in absolutes about purity tests for candidates, making them appear to be more liked, therefore more experts, and therefore obviously more right, 
I mean, it's just common sense and more powerful influencers than people who actually knew what the hell they were talking about and what was going on. Russia is why we have purity culture, especially among burners. Russia was very good at splitting people up and creating infighting, as they had done with pretty much all of their border neighbors for their entire existence, weakening them so they could be taken over. Because there were only two candidates, Russia was easily able to spread memes creating the David versus Goliath, good versus evil, black versus white, cheating establishment versus pure perfect saint divide against him and Hillary, even though they mostly wanted the same things, they just had different ways they believed in achieving it. In 2016, it was estimated that at least one third of all trolls on the internet were Russian. Many of these others were Nazis or alt-righters who played both sides pretending to be a Hillary or a Bernie supporter, acting completely nasty and vile and pitting people on both sides against each other, having constant attacks from the other side that your reflex was just to immediately fight back and no one could assume a good faith discussion ever. They had essentially databases of arguments they could use so they always sounded like they pwned you even though it was full of logical fallacies. The debate could be never ending and I was involved with many of these debates. For me, being a Hillary supporter, Bernie supporters were hard-headed, nasty assholes. For Bernie supporters, most of who they dealt with that were Hillary supporters were equally nasty along with angry real Hillary supporters who were essentially continuing conversations they had with fake Bernie supporters, angry and frustrated so no one actually communicated. While both sides cut off from each other in these algorithm bubble cults and lines of communication cut, many would join Facebook groups that were actually sleeper groups that would gain your confidence and then start spreading misinformation. Hillary, being older and not understanding how people use the internet, assumed wrongly that people would go to her website and do their own research on her before voting. Most people didn't. They relied on the bandwagon effect or social media, so in the end, no one even knew what Hillary stood for so they could fill in the blanks and make her whatever they wanted her to be. 10 million people in 2016 said they got most of their news from social media, and there is still a lingering belief that the DNC rigged the primary against Bernie even though there is no way they could even have any mechanism to rig it so Bernie would lose by 3 million votes. Russians and the alt-right completely distorted how the rules of the Democratic primary work because so many Bernie supporters were completely new to politics and the burners ate it up. Russia was able to hack the DNC emails and leak them along with Hillary's voter targeting data and wrote all sorts of fake news about what was in the emails and then used Hillary's targeting data to target these areas themselves, creating fake accounts pretending to be people in these areas and friending people and sharing pro-Trump anti-Hillary posts. This fracture in the party split things further and while 70 to 80% of Bernie fans did the right thing and voted against Trump in 2016, 10 to 20% stayed home or voted for Jill Stein, and 10% voted for Trump because at least it'd be funny and burn it all down. And Russia, the Nazis, and the alt-right have maintained their constant buzz, stoking anger that Bernie would have won, and maintaining sleeper groups that over time would drift into spreading misinformation and BS. Now more nations have gotten into the mix. Saudi Arabia, China, and Iran are all involved in some form of hybrid war. And now we have 2020. Bernie is one of many people running, but has the youngest and most loyal base, and the attackers have been able to stoke bullying in the ranks, but almost certainly most of the bullying has been done by Nazis, foreign trolls, and the alt-right. And now the Trump organization has worked to continue the spread of misinformation that will make this election the most expensive ever, planning to spend a billion dollars to ensure his message gets spread. This collective is almost certainly behind most of the pro-Bernie bullying. From Warren is a snake, 
to the attack on the Nevada Union. People in the DNC already don't like him or his people, and it's easier to create that image of his fans. I really hope people are doing a study on this to find out if Bernie supporters are actually more bullies than any other candidate, or if they're fake burners. Most likely, Bernie's fans are more new angry and much less bullies, passionate but completely lacking context and nuance. Yeah, they're more obnoxious, insufferable, and self-righteous, and think they're better and smarter than you, but that's just being a young person and a member of the new angry. So stop with this Bernie bro, Bernie bullying idea. It's most likely Russia trying to sow division, and burners stop with the Bernie or bust bullshit and viewing everyone, especially Warren, as Satan incarnate compared to saintly, wonderful, perfect Bernie. One thing we all want is the end of Trump, restore the rule of law, and get kids out of cages. If you don't want these things, then Bernie doesn't want you supporting him either, and you're probably a Nazi troll anyway. Healthy dialogue and disagreement is great for democracy, but get out of your bubble. Honestly, read and listen to things from people who support people other than you and your own candidate, and vote blue no matter who, even Bloomberg. Bernie bro and Bernie your bust are Russian and Nazi and Trump operations. Reject both and look at the facts or we will have four more years of Trump and American democracy in the planet won't be able to survive that. We already have the warnings that they're already active to sow division. Let's stop this. This channel is helped tremendously by the generous supporters on Patreon. A big thank you to the wonderful Joe Taylor, Elias Garcia Guevara, and Ogrel for their support at the $10 a month Wapawet level. Please consider donating to my work if you can, and thank you all for listening.